2: This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and. Well, Just me. Thim. Yeah, no Rossi. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, Rossi could not make today's uh, or sorry, this week's episode, uh, which is fine. That's fine. I've I've had my issues that have. have held me back in the past. And, He's probably
0: uh, just out, you know, flying or uh, winning another Indy 500 or doing whatever the cool stuff that I imagine Alex does in his free time is.
2: Adjusting the pH on his pool. Yeah. Uh, he just really... had
0: a, a brisket that really needed to be smoked.
2: <laughs> it's really stressing <laughs> him out that it's winter and his pool is closed and he knows the water under there is not balanced. And so he forced the pool open just to get a sample and put some chemicals in there. Not that anyone's going to swim in it, just for his own doing.
0: Yeah, no, actually uh, that sounds exactly like something he would do.
2: Yeah, no, no, sure does. <laughs> uh well, we we will miss him, um but that is fine. Uh we will we will survive. Uh Thim, what is uh what's new and exciting in your world? Not a whole lot,
0: man. Uh digital school was started back up for Hazel, so that's uh that's kind of I don't know, it's 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 weird to say it's different cuz like we're still just in the same house all day every day, but it's like now she gets to look at a different screen for a few hours (laughs) i saw something last night it was like oh man i i can't wait until i'm done looking at my medium-sized screen during the day so i can look at my big-sized screen at night until it's time to go up (laughs) in bed for me to look at my tiny screen until i fall asleep
2: right yes no our eyes and brains are definitely over quarantine and isolation yeah everybody needs to get outside isn't it aren't you like super happy as a homeowner that like home internet is not like per, like per like like by usage like per gig oh, man. or whatever. Yeah, Which, but would I, I want to be clear was, here though. I'm definitely not a homeowner. Well, sorry, I'm a home you know renter. I mean. yeah. You're no, s- no, somebody it. that has a home <laughs> who has to pay for internet. But like I mean, like with all the homeschooling, the homeschooling all day and then the Netflixing all night. If this was actually like a like a pay as you go sort of program, I mean, oh, the it would be, would be broke. Be, be yeah, just uh, imagine
0: if if like this quarantine happened in like 2006 and you had your like Nokia phone where you had to hit the number four key, you know, six times to get whatever letter and you had like 25 megabytes of Internet per
2: month. It would be miserable. It would not be good. It would not be good. <laughs> I. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't i think they i think if this if that was the case we would literally have all of the internet providers like having to come up with some sort of solution and bail out the entire country but just, anyway just imagine this without netflix times. just like how much worse well, that yeah would it's fine you got prime you got hulu no i'm you saying got i'm HBO saying before before you, before you had streaming
0: like if it was like that's not what you said that's okay, not what you said okay okay well, now I'm, I'm putting a new uh imaginary scenario imagine if it was before streaming is that better are you happy now james I mean, that's better.
2: I'm not happy,
0: but God, yeah. I, miss, I never thought I'd say
2: this, but I miss Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say, so, Tim, what's new in your world? But here we are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never thought I'd ask you, like, how are you doing? But say, Levy. Yeah, you just know we have time to fill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited yeah, about enough. this week's episode. I'm excited about the interview that we have coming up uh, in a little bit. Uh, educational, informative um absolutely blows open an argument that we've had on this show and that has had around the country probably daily in some you know some restaurant or another but uh we'll get to we'll get to our new buddy eric in a bit in the racing world which you know after all is kind of what we do um not the not the loudest week obviously dakar is still going on um one of the one of the bike riders that's uh Run for the the title in the past had an injury and had to pull out, which is unfortunate. But that uh, that race is terrifying in a lot of ways. I would love to do it, but it also yeah, seems terrifying. So I don't terrifying. know.
0: I don't know a ton about it. Why is it? it why is it terrifying? It's just
2: a, any of those kind of like long distance off road things. We were out in the middle of the desert, and you know, like it's uh, you know, like when Alex does Baja, it's the same kind of thing. Oh, that's where um, Alonzo
0: flipped, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah no, that and, is terrifying. and and. Doing it on a bike, of all things, too, is like, that's the one that just kind of freaks me out. But um, <clears throat> there were rumors of a former Formula One driver sniffing around the IndyCar paddock.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw something on
2: Twitter. It, it, the,
0: the announcement is supposed to come any day now for uh, Romain Grosjean, right?
2: And would that be in a coin car?
0: That's what it said, yeah.
2: Yeah, because that... they said...
0: That feels like a massive trade-up for IndyCar that uh, that San- Santino is leaving and Grosian's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to no say comment. that? I'm not in the past. Yeah, you are. You
2: are. <laughs> and we all know what Alex would say if he was here. But, um, no, I mean, it's crap. I mean, I assume it's, I, I don't know, just based on what he said in the past, I assume it's a non-oval program, and it's 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 missing the three ovals, but... But maybe not because he also did say that with the aero screen, you know, he could entertain that fact. That was before his accident in Bahrain. So I'm not sure, but it's kind of cool, man. I mean, Dale Coyne has, I mean, pick of the litter is certainly not the right term, but like a lot of really good drivers out there that have a lot of interest in IndyCar. And, you know, Dale's just been so known for bringing guys into the series for the first time and and helping them launch their careers. Yeah. uh, or or helping them reinvigorate their careers you know i think Justin Wilson i think Sebastian Borde and it's uh it's a I mean, little Dave team his a...
0: first uh his first full yeah,
2: ride right exactly and it's uh like i say it's a little team with a, a smaller budget than most but man that's what's so cool about indie cars you know the cars and everything are close enough that the driver can make a difference and you can pull a guy like Alex Pelot out of out of Japan and you know a former european background a name that wasn't particularly household in in north america and he's out there getting podiums in his rookie season with these guys so I'm, I'm i'm excited to see who ends up landing in those in those two seats they're kind of the last two available um and like i said there's there's a lot of decent drivers out there that are still looking for uh for rides so dale's dale's sitting in not a not a terrible spot
0: so if, if groschen com- does come over and sorry if i'm pronouncing <laughs> the name wrong uh but if he uh, does come I over I mean how long uh how long are we talking until he becomes a regular fixture at Brunner? I mean after uh, <laughs> everything.
2: Well, you know, I gotta say a lot of the F1 guys have an aversion to moving to Indianapolis. And if he drives for coin, that's a Chicago-based team. So oh, he really yeah. doesn't have a lot of incentive to be here. So I, I gotta say his uh his Brunner eligibility is, is probably not super high. Yeah, that's uh I mean, I guess we we got a good enough group. We we don't. It's solid. We're running out of uh, chairs at the table, if I'm honest. And like <laughs> if he if he owns a dog, he's out cuz we're just there's too God, many dogs. We have dogs way now. too many dogs now. We like wanted a bundle of puppies and I think we've now passed bundle, we're onto a herd. Yeah, maybe well, a pack. We, we just I'm not sailed, sure. No, what I the think term we sailed is. through pack. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was, we made a quick stop we're, at pack and then just right
2: on to herd. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're <laughs> past it. We might be at horde now. I think we're at a horde of puppies.
0: Um, and then we, we already talked about uh, the, uh, the delay for St. Pete and now the season's starting in April. And I think that's right. Uh, as, as that has settled in, I think everybody's cool and on board with that. Um, yeah. And
2: F F one's now done the same thing. Uh, they've, they've postponed Australia to later in the year. Uh, and I think the China round and uh and going into uh i think bahrain is the first race but one other thing that's that's kind of been in the news in the automotive auto sport world lately that i wanted to talk about um was this this driverless indie challenge
0: oh yeah yeah i saw this
2: yeah so it's it's um it's a program that is being you know heavily funded and and financed by um people uh, to oh, essentially is it? Is it people it's, yeah, it's people, people so, and so companies. the money's coming from places. It's from places. It's not made up money. It's and not correct Canadian. me if I'm
0: wrong. Money is usually used for goods
2: and services. You, you yes, you trade it for <laughs> goods and services. Um, in this case, it, it's a service, uh, which is to young minds to develop autonomous race cars, essentially. And you know, with the world of autonomous cars being what it is, and and developing at the rate that it is, okay, fine, we can. Get a car to drive on a highway at sixty-five miles an hour, but what about a race car on a racetrack at one hundred and sixty miles an hour with other race cars around it? And they're not starting with like go karts or entry level cars. They're using modified Indy Lights machinery. Yeah, they're they're, they're Delara chassis, right? They're Delara chassis. It's essentially a lights car, and with all the technology that's being dumped into these things to be able to do this, you know, the, the actuators to, to drive the, the pedals, the the steering wheel, whatever, uh, all the, all the sensors that you need, the telemetry systems that go back and forth from pit lane, <laughs> the, the value of each of these cars is now up to, it's a, it's a million dollars. It's a million dollar car. And, and the Speedway wow. is hosting a race on October 23rd, um, well, and it's, it's not actually, just like
0: it's not just like a handful, right? I saw there's like 39 entries.
2: Yeah, there's 39 universities uh, from 11 countries on four continents, and um, yeah, it's over 500 uh, undergrad students, grad students, PhDs. Um, the like Antarctica
0: always gets the shaft when it comes. Always, to the continents. It's always
2: it's, they say the continent shame. thing, and they just it's terrible. Um, they're doing actually a qualifying race during May during the 500 weeks month whatever so we'll get to see some of this happen as early as may and this is wild to me like as somebody it's it's incredible for a living it's i'm so so curious and so fascinated to see how this happens i'm also slightly terrified and hope that it's a disaster because i don't want to be out of a job
0: but i see Um, i
2: I was thinking about that
0: because i I had a i had a conversation with somebody about this the other day I, i think if you take the human element out of racing i don't think it's entertaining And 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 somebody made the point. Was it is it because it's risk and it's no, it's not because it's risk. Although some people well, I think for some
2: people it is. Yeah,
0: at least for me, it's it's more just about seeing somebody, you know, seeing somebody at the top of their game is is what's fascinating about that. If it's just yeah, if don't get me wrong, what these kids are doing is incredible. But like, but just
2: watching a machine, you know, go through a bunch of zeros and ones. It's, against another machine doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, the funniest, the funniest outcome of all this that I could see is that, like, the 34th entry in the Indy 500 becomes an AI-driven car and see how it compares to the other 33. That could be yeah. funny. I mean,
0: that would be interesting until something goes wrong with that autonomous car,
2: right? Right. Like, right. Um, oh. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's super cool. I love that the Speedway's involved, and I cannot wait to see how it all goes down.
0: Oh no, absolutely. It's it looks incredible. And uh yeah. But that stuff that I know for a fact you don't fully understand because of your difficulty uh with Zoom. So I'm I'm assuming we've tapped out our knowledge on that and we can start talking about what we ha- who we have on today's show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My my knowledge of all that stuff stops at understanding what the acronym AI means. Um anything past that I mean, automatic information, right? And anything past that, I am just lost. Artificial intelligence, I think. That's all right. Your opinion. Um, (laughs) So our guest today uh, contacted us on Twitter after a little bit of a spirited conversation a few weeks ago where I had read on the internet uh, about adults not being allowed to put ketchup on their hot dogs.
0: Yeah. And And you sent it to me and, and I verified I was just as upset as you.
2: Right. <laughs> um, almost as much for just like, don't tell me what to eat or how yeah. to eat it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not even like, even if I didn't like ketchup on my hot dogs, which I do, I would still be upset at the idea that some organization was out there claiming they could tell, like, how, how fascist is that? Just out there telling people how to, how to dress their hot dogs.
0: So, so yeah, somebody tagged uh, Eric Mittenthal, who is the right. president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. And uh, and he he said, "Hey, don't you know? Don't hate. Let's have a discussion." And I gotta be and, honest, I was ready to hate. I was ready. Uh, I, I was ready to come in guns blazing. And he was so well, disarmingly nice.
2: Yeah, I I am Canadian, so I was not coming in. With, I was coming in uh, suitably perturbed, but certainly not <laughs> ready to ready Which, to
0: for hate. Is basically a declaration of war.
2: that's like, that's yeah, that's like the second highest level of anger for a Canadian. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, and so he was, yeah, he was kind enough to join us for a conversation that, uh, like you say, was, was, he was disarmingly nice, um, was very informative, and as I mentioned earlier, totally blew open a long-standing argument slash discussion that we've not only had on the show, happens around the country daily. So, if you want to hear the answer to the universe, the most important question, it's not 42... Uh, Eric Mittenthal has it, and we have him here. We go. Okay, guys, and as advertised, we are now joined by Eric Mittenthal. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And uh, Eric, Eric comes from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, and this is this is actually great. The the reason that Eric's on the show, the the sort of you know the the birth of this interview was me on the internet tripping across something claiming that adults over the age of 18 should not be putting ketchup on their hot dogs, according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. And I took great offense to this as somebody who is over 18 (laughs) and very obviously likes putting ketchup on my hot dogs. And Eric found us on Twitter, heard about it on Twitter, and said, hey, man, don't don't just shoot it down without having a discussion about it. And on Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, we are nothing if not open for discussion. So Eric now joins us to sort of discuss this. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a second. But I want to talk a little bit about, because we're also just learning about the, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. So why don't you explain to us what that is?
1: Sure. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council has been around since 1994, more than 25 years at this point. And our members are the hot dog and sausage manufacturers from around the country. We're part of the North American Meat Institute, which represents uh, meat manufacturers around the country. Uh, 95% of the red meat in the US and 70% of the turkey in the US is produced by our members. And so we uh, at the Hot Dog and Sausage Council are focused on the greatness of the hot dogs and sausages that are out there. And, uh, you know, there are such great all-American foods that we wanted to take on the role as the group that leads the celebration of them. But then they also have a lot of misinformation and mythology about hot dogs and sausages. So we're out there to, uh, to, to bust those myths and, and make sure people understand what hot dogs and sausages are.
0: So, like, what what would be the biggest myth you guys have to overcome? You think
1: the biggest one is is how hot dogs and sausages are made. Um, the the common idea that it's everything but the oink, or there's two things you never want to be seeing <laughs> being made is laws and sausages. Uh, but it is is far simpler than what most people believe. Um, it really is. It's it's the cuts of meat that are cut away from your steaks and roasts. They're ground up really finely. They're mixed with spices, stuffed into a casing, and cooked, and that's it um there's there's nothing uh, unsavory that's included in hot dogs and sausages
2: so there's no there's no hooves there's no snouts there's no eyeballs i uh, imagine you snout. have
0: to order that you have to order that extra
2: that's yeah, the, yeah no, there's, there's
1: there's none of that in there and and in fact usda which regulates hot dog and sausage production uh, by rule if you are including an organ of some type uh you have to include that on the label on the package so Um, There are certain types of hot dogs and sausages that include livers or hearts or things like that, but um, they're rare and they're considered delicacies. Um, You know, they're specialty types that people really enjoy, um, but it's it's pretty rare that you find those. And if you do, it's going to be on the label that says it's produced with organ meats and it'll specify which organs are included. But like I said, not, not common. And when you go to the grocery store, the vast majority, you won't see that.
2: Right. I mean, I've never seen that on a label. I would have definitely noticed and noted that if I'd ever seen like made with heart, you know. Um, So one of the questions I had was what actually is the I mean, I know the difference to taste, you know, and even to look at. But what is the actual difference between a hot dog and a sausage? What classifies one or the other?
1: There's a couple of things that make them different. So first of all, a hot dog is a sausage, but a sausage is not necessarily a hot dog. Oh, so Eric, don't dog, do this. Don't. Now know. you're just opening up a
2: whole can of worms. It's going to be a whole nother episode where Alex and I have to argue about that. All right. Keep going.
1: So a hot dog fits into the larger sausage category. So other sausages are bratwurst, Italian sausage, chorizos, um, a bologna is a sausage. Uh, oh, wow. So, so that's the broad category. And a, a hot dog is one type. And a hot dog is distinct from some of those other types of sausages, both in the way the meat is ground up. So the hot dog, the meat is ground really finely, um, almost into a paste, um, and it's stuffed into a casing. Whereas other sausages, like a bratwurst, it's it's a much coarser grind, so the meat right. isn't ground up quite as much before it's stuffed into the casing. Um, and then the other element that, that differs them are the spices that, spices that are used. So... Um, with a hot dog, typically it's, it's garlic, uh, you might find nutmeg in there, all, all the different producers, you know, their spice blend is just a little bit different, and that's where you, you have different flavors between different hot dogs. Um, but then other sausages are defined by the types of, uh, of spices that are used in them. So, so each different type of sausage, you know, has its own unique spice blend that makes the sausage what it is.
2: So that's where Italian sausage comes from, because I have uh, the the chief steward of the IndyCar series is an Italian guy named Max Pappas. And he was very upset one day and was venting to me about about the the idea of Italian sausage. He's like, James, I'm from Italy. There's no such thing as Italian sausage. And now I know why. I was going to ask. Those are my questions. Now I can tell Max it's about the spices that are in it. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's not actually from Italy.
1: That's right. Yeah. And, and we know, you know, the sausage we know as an Italian sausage is not really, you know, in, in Italy, there's a lot of different sausages that are of Italian origin. We kind of have in America just a general Italian sausage um, that we call, but there's a lot of sausages that are of Italian origin that, that would be more distinctive
2: in Italy. Right. So the, the NHDSC was formed in 94. Was it started by the Queen of Ween or was she just elected? Uh, and, and more <laughs> importantly, why, why was it started? Was there just was somebody sitting there one day and just thinking like, man, I really wish there was a place to go to learn more about hot dogs and sausages. Like what was the purpose when it was formed?
1: Yeah, so it, it was started by the Queen of Ween, um, who uh, is still <laughs> is still our official Queen of Ween, although she, uh, she has moved on to uh, participate. She she's works for one of our member companies now, uh, Maple Leaf Foods up in Canada. Uh, but uh, you know, just because of all the misinformation that's out there about hot dogs and sausages, we felt like there was a need to have a specific council that addressed that and that, that provided that information. Um, and, and the members, the manufacturers of hot dogs and sausages wanted to come together to, to help uh, support that. So that's how it came to be. And, uh, we've been, we've been pushing out materials and having fun with it ever since because hot dogs are fun. So we, we want to have fun with talking about hot dogs.
2: Fair enough. Now you, you, you talk about the need for this council or this, this entity, have you guys ever had an emergency that you had to deal with? Like, what what constitutes an emergency to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council?
1: Uh, emergencies are pre- pretty few and far between. <laughs> you know we we have we have uh, those who are not supportive of the meat industry that like to uh, put up billboards criticizing hot dogs and things like that, and so. Um, you know, those types of things that the media likes to latch on to some of those uh, those stories. And so th- those tend to be the biggest emergencies that we have, um, addressing some of those questions and some of the, the ridiculousness that's out there, um, kind of amongst those who are against hot dogs. Uh, but 90% of Americans eat hot dogs. So it's a, it's a pretty small population yeah. that, that How don't, could you that be don't like be against
2: hot dogs? It just, exactly. just doesn't seem right. Okay, this is this is something that we have, we've have argued about, uh, at length on the show. Um, and I just want your professional opinion in a yes or no answer, are hot <laughs> dogs, our hot dog sandwiches. No. Oh, well now okay, I, I want more than a yes I mean, or no
1: answer though. Cause cool. I can, well, I, I, can <laughs> I, I have a that. really, a really easy explanation. Okay. Okay. All right. Very let's simple. hear it. Okay. When it's on a bun, it's called a hot dog. When it's not on a bun, it's also called a hot dog. The is oh irrelevant.
2: man. I have never that, thought of it that way. That see, argument is See, that's why he's the president of hot dogs. That's why the he's hot the president. The hot dog <laughs> top dog knows all. <laughs> see, that actually is that's the most logical argument that I've heard so far. Do you know what's do you know what sad them is I know we had that debate at length. I don't actually remember which side of it I was on.
0: I think we started it, you started on no and then Alex convinced us and then you recanted. It it was bad. It was a big rift in the friendship. There's a lot
2: cuz there's there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of good <laughs> points on either side, but Eric's just ended it. He just ended it. Yeah, that's plainly. That was that was very impressive. Yeah, cuz I
0: guess like a a patty wouldn't be a burger without the bun. It's just a patty.
1: So yeah, that's, that's true. okay. I, I can tell you that I have been asked that question pretty much every single day in some form or another yeah, I for figured, the last I figured five or that was... years. I've heard every <laughs> single argument you can possibly direct my way. Uh, it's actually quieted down over the last several months be- during the pandemic because I think people are less likely to be gathering uh, and drinking together. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I am very used to getting the question.
0: Yeah, we got that. We did a, a Reddit AMA when we first started this podcast and I thought it was a weird question considering we're a racing podcast, but we really argued about it for a solid 40 minutes. So (laughs) I wish we had you on
2: back then. Yeah. And it's come on (laughs) to another episode. Like it's it's arguably our second most talked about topic after racing.
1: That's good. I mean, you know, hot dogs are important to talk about. So, you know, any type of podcast, you should be talking about hot dogs.
2: All right. So so how did you get into hot dogs with you was nine year old Eric running around being like, man, one day I want to be the the, the 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 VP of meat or, you know, I want to be in charge of the hot dog council or, you know, how do how do you go from, you know, graduating Cornell in, in biomedical science, I think, I believe. Yeah. And and, and, and end up being the, the, the boss of brats. That's,
1: That's a good, good name. one. I like yeah. that. Uh, I, 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 I like that. Um, You know, I'm a guy who loves hot dogs and and meat in general, and I have a communications background. I I worked as a a television reporter uh, for for several years, and so got into the communication side doing public relations and uh, got into the meat industry, and uh, it was such a natural fit because I love hot dogs and I love meat, and I had so much fun talking about them, And, and I'm a huge sports fan too, and so uh you know hot dogs and sports really go hand in hand and so uh i i just was a natural fit for it
2: and so are you, 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 a, a, are you a racing dog fan top too dog.
1: i am yeah absolutely
2: all right <laughs> so so you're a big fan of hot dogs so ba- what you're saying is you don't mind taking your work home with you
1: that is true <laughs> yes i take my home work home with me every day
2: okay okay all right all right we've reached the point where i i really want to open up this can of worms so i did my research on the website and you have your, your hot dog etiquette, your hot dog and sausage etiquette, the do's and don'ts um, of eating, you know, tubed meat. And one of the don'ts is put ketchup on a hot dog if you're over the age of 18. And I have, I have so many issues with this. It, it's, it's close to home because I, I'm a ketchup nut. I put ketchup on everything. But I would like to know the rationale behind claiming that you should not put ketchup on hot dogs over the age of 18 years old
1: so there's a couple of explanations behind it first of all (laughs) in the city of chicago which is (laughs) a hot dog mecca
2: yes i've read a lot about people in chicago hating this concept yes
1: yes ketchup is forbidden at all ages throughout throughout your lifetime there is no ketchup on a hot dog in the city of chicago they will kick you out of the city of chicago if you put ketchup on a hot dog we yeah, tend
0: but to i, don't, be, like I don't put a lot of credit in what chicago says about food because i've tried their deep dish pizza and it's an <laughs> abomination.
2: They do you know the like hot I, dogs though? But I, I've heard stories that like uh, the all the hot dog stands, you know, it's, they're famous around Chicago. There's like over like 1,800 hot dog stands on the street, and like street meat. I'm from Toronto. Toronto's got a huge street meat culture. Like I love that. They don't even offer ketchup at the hot dog stands. There's like seven approved condiments in Chicago for hot dogs, and ketchup's not one of them.
1: It's true. And and the reason the the reason that goes a little deeper is that, that the sweetness of ketchup, particularly on the Chicago-style hot dog, which has several toppings that includes tomatoes already. Um, the sweetness is, is, is overwhelming to the hot dog. And so it's not the best flavor combination to add the ketchup and its sweetness to a hot dog. And so, you know, you have, you have people who are very strict about that, who say, never, ever, we take a more moderate approach. We say for the kids, it's okay. Once you hit adulthood, (laughs) it's time to put that ketchup away.
2: (laughs) I feel like that's just taking such a shot. I mean, okay, look, I get it. Chicago, one city, one place, uh, I I researched this. Like I said, Barack Obama says no ketchup on hot dogs. He's from Chicago. You guys have Anthony Bourdain on your side. Uh, you know that's a that's a very reputable person to say no ketchup. I I got you know so the Alex Rossi, the co-host of the podcast, uh, and our good friend of the show and, and 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 in life Connor Daly, they both know Joey Chestnut, who I had them reach out to Joey Chestnut and say because I thought maybe I could get you on this one the guy who eats more hot dogs than anyone else on earth, Joey ketchup or no ketchup. And he said, absolutely not. So you've got, you've got some good supporters for this. That's, that's where I'm struggling.
1: Joey's a friend of the hot dog and sausage council too. So so he knows, (laughs) he knows the assume. I would would assume.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But so, but like, so the, the counter argument is land of the free let me eat whatever I want on my hot dogs. I mean, yeah, you don't nothing tell me says
0: America more than a hot dog. Like right. I, so I so feel like you get to have whatever it's you want. Like,
2: <laughs> it's like saying you can't have sweet with your tea or, or Coke with your Cola or sunny with your D let me have ketchup <laughs> with my hot dog. And that's why, cause the good argument, the one really good argument that I heard was that the sweetness of the ketchup can, can sort of counter uh, counteract the saltiness of the hot dog and you get the sweet and salty combo which some people are, you know, inclined to, to gravitate towards.
1: That's a very good point. You know, we, we get, I get, I get angry comments and emails <laughs> and responses from people on this all the time saying we're being un-American. Uh, our etiquette guide is meant to be fun. Yes. Uh, we,
2: <laughs> That's fair. We, That's
1: fair. We, we, we have fun with it. And the message I give to people who get very angry with, with us is it's okay, put ketchup on your hot dog. It's not the ideal way to enjoy a hot dog, but if that's what makes you happy and that's how you enjoy eating a hot dog, go for it. We, we, we won't judge. We just know that uh, you know you could be doing a little bit better.
2: We, <laughs> we just like that you're eating hot dogs. We just know exactly. um, you're wrong. We just, That's, what, that's <laughs> yeah, what's important yeah. here. <laughs> do, do what you need to do, but also know that you're doing it
0: incorrectly. You're yes. like okay. the parent that's not angry. You're just disappointed. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good way to put it.
2: Is there, is there some sort of like hot dog fact that the layman would just, that just wouldn't know? Like what's something kind of surprising about hot dogs that just the average person might not know?
1: Oh man, you, there's, there's so many uh, facts about hot dogs that the average person wouldn't know. Uh, One of my favorites is that hot dogs were one of the first foods served on the moon. Um, Really? uh, When the Apollo mission went to the moon uh well, they included awesome. hot dogs uh with the mission so the astronauts were enjoying hot dogs on the moon so uh hot dogs have been in outer space and uh they're they are a choi- uh, top choice of the astronauts
2: that's see i like that and you know it's funny cuz i saw so i'm a huge space nerd so you like you really picked the right one to go with on that <laughs> yeah. one and when you think back to Apollo 13, the movie at one point when they're floating around after the accident, everything's frozen. He pulls out that frozen hot dog and knocks it against the side of the spaceship, you know, <laughs> indicating how frozen it is. But yeah, you're right. Hot dogs were in space. They were on, that's wow. that man. I, I don't know if I've ever craved a hot dog more than I do at this very moment.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
2: You're, yeah, I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm, ha- do- I'm happy
1: to, to deliver. Uh, we, 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 we are always happy to serve hot dogs.
2: <laughs> okay. So real talk now, what are the odds that you could get me the opportunity to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? He is a professional driver. Just That's a you
1: tough know. one. Yeah, you I can mean, see you...
0: here, he's bad at Zoom, but he's he's good. He's good at Vroom.
1: <laughs> you, you you do have the experience. You know, it's interesting. I I I know the Oscar Mayer um, Wienermobile folks very well. I've I've been in it several times, and uh, I have on multiple occasions recommended people who have been interns for us and who we know to them to be drivers. I have yet to successfully land even people that I have connections with in as a, as a Wienermobile driver. So uh, it's tough. You really gotta, gotta show your stuff. So yeah, James, uh, it's, maybe
0: it's, if you want dancing with the stars, you know, they
2: don't, they yeah, don't all right, do there you on. go. They're not taking the runner ups. I get it. I get it. I don't. Know, maybe maybe just like a soft intro or something, and maybe you know I, I'd like to think that my credentials would be slightly higher than the interns that you've previously tried to get behind the wheel, and maybe just a conversation. Maybe just have a, have a chat about it. Invite them out to a race. You know, I think it could be good.
1: Your driving credentials, absolutely. Although I do know they sponsor race cars too, so there's an opportunity for you. I'm, su- I'm sure. I'm sure you true. can land a sponsorship. That's true. I think
2: uh was it I think Ryan Newman maybe in NASCAR has uh has Oscar Meyer's partner. All yep. right then. We got to we got to work on that one. That's right, uh yeah. it's going to well, be a I mean, one.
0: this would be the guy to talk to about it. <laughs> this is uh, um That is true. We do also have one question we always ask everybody that we have on this. So so James, you want to ask
2: that one? Yeah, this one's just kind of topical for us, but every guest that comes on, we we have them answer this question. Uh Keeping in mind that nobody's gonna hear this and there are no law enforcement officials paying attention. What's the fastest you've ever driven?
1: That's a good question. Uh I've probably gotten it up to about 120.
0: Okay. Um, All right.
1: I'm on the highway. Uh I yeah, that's probably about about, (laughs) about how fast I've gone
0: all right that's fair enough was, that's hot, was there a hot dog emergency that you needed to handle
2: quickly <laughs> yeah i, I, I had to,
1: to, to hit the hot dog stand real real fast
2: <laughs> yeah. one or, yeah. they got they got the lights on the top but instead of red and blue it's red and yellow for like ketchup and mustard no it just under, the, yellow, the under 18 Jake. crowd the under 18 yellow. crowd no no because under 18s can drive too. them
1: that's right when you first get your well, license you get the red too yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, Eric, uh, thank you so much for joining us and sort of answering some questions and clearing some things up. Uh, if, if you ever want to come to an IndyCar race, we'd love to have you out and show you what we do. Uh, we know there's hot dogs there that we could enjoy together. We could cheers over a non-ketchup hot dog, if it must be so.
1: With me, it must be so. But if you want to put ketchup on your hot dog, I'll, I'll kind of you know look away a little bit.
0: <laughs> Fair enough, man. You just, okay, you just won't you get so. to drive the Wienermobile.
2: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> hey, if, if, if taking ketchup off my hot dogs for life means I get a chance to drive the Wienmobile, I mean, that's a conversation we can have. That's something I'm willing to do.
1: It's a good deal to make. Very worthwhile.
2: <laughs> good deal. Eric, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. All the best.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I'm My mind's still kind of blown about that, Uh, about the hot dog answer, how simple that was.
2: Yeah, about is a hot dog a sandwich? The answer is so incredible. In a ham sandwich, if you take the ham out of the sandwich, it's, it's just, just ham. ham. Yeah. Where yeah. if you take a hot dog out of the bun, it's still a hot dog.
0: So I, I, I didn't want to bring this up because I didn't want to waste um, the hot dog president's time. Uh, but I, I have, a, I think, a kind of funny story about racing and hot dogs. Okay, let's hear it. So you, you know at Andretti, uh, in, in Andretti Hospitality how they always have the hot dogs after the race, right? Yes. That's that's one of the only times where I will consistently have a hot dog. I don't know how they cook them. Maybe it's just because you've been there all day and you're tired, but those hot dogs are some of the best hot dogs I've ever had. So it was, a, it was after the Indy GP one year, and we were going to go out to dinner after that. I think you, you joined us for dinner after the fact, and we were going to go to uh, Harry and Izzy's downtown. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm at hospitality, and I'm thinking – don't get a hot dog you're about to go to like one of the best steakhouses in indiana you're going to ruin your appetite don't do it so i got a hot dog like you got two hot dogs (laughs) so i had the hot dog sat down at harry and Izzy's, and i was just like son of a i'm not hungry i did exactly what i said i shouldn't do and exactly what i knew would happen happened it's like your mom was
2: right all those years (laughs)
0: yeah it's 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 like that that old anecdote or that there's that story online somebody's like i'm an adult now i can just buy a cake and eat the entire thing and like 10 minutes later they responded i now see why my parents didn't let me do this right Uh, so so anyways i did it i'm sitting there feeling sorry for myself uh getting a bad case of consequences of my own actions and mario sits down and he's looking at the menu and he goes i did it again I had one of the hot dogs. I knew it would ruin my appetite and I did it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I felt so vindicated that yes. he had done the same thing. It suddenly it was fine. Yes. <laughs> justified. Totally justified. Yeah.
0: So I, I, the moral of the story there is if Mario Andretti does it, it's okay.
2: It makes it okay. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, was it the, the Nixon quote? I'm saying if the president does it, it's not illegal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If yeah, Mario does exactly. it, it's socially acceptable. <laughs> I, I it's live so my life funny by that Mono. yeah no that's fair no i mean I, I learned a lot from eric a lot of things about a lot of things on that uh on that interview uh very informative one of the things that i forgot to mention though in the do's and don'ts one of them was don't leave any part of the bun on your plate right if you're gonna if you're gonna eat a hot dog eat the whole hot dog and i gotta be honest i am guilty of that like it's and you know what it's normally the first bite because you know, unless you've just got the perfect hot dog to bun ratio, right? There's a there's a little gap in there, and you need the back gap to like hold on to, right? Mm-hmm. But that front that front gap is just bread, I'm and confused. I don't so want
0: you tear off the bread before you take a bite. Yeah,
2: right. Because I don't want my first bite to just be bread. Okay. And like sometimes you know you can't get far enough in to get that, or you just get a tiny little piece of the hot dog and just a ton of bread, and the ratio is all terrible. And it just, just gets you start things off poorly. You, you, first impressions last him. And I don't want to ruin the whole hot dog because of a bad first bite. So I will sometimes rip off that little bit of bread at the front and get straight to the goods. And that's apparently a big faux pas.
0: Yeah, I'm, I've never I, – I, I can't say that's ever been an issue that I've had, but uh... –
2: Well, you have a larger head than I do, so your mouth can probably get get further down to grab.
0: I'm a bit more of an experienced eater, too. Let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) I uh,
2: I actually realize that there's a lot of rules on the do's and don'ts list of of hot dog etiquette that I am not adhering to. Did you know that we should
0: ask? I think we should ask our listeners to submit their own. We'll, we'll post the news rules and don't list, but what are, what are your own hot dog rules?
2: Yeah, add to the list. I mean, the one that I found interesting was you're not supposed to take more than five bites to finish a hot dog. Okay, that's more ridiculous. More than five bites, you're so doing I'm supposed it wrong. to just yeah. look at
0: the bun and divide it. Oh, no, come on, I'm going to eat a hot dog in whatever bite ratio I want to eat it in. That's ridiculous.
2: Right? It seems. It seems. I'm, I mean, I'm now said, mad
0: at Eric again
2: you know what <laughs> we need them back on to back that. on <laughs> it seems like they, they do have the the caveat though the stipulation that if it's a foot long hot dog you can have seven bites and i was trying to do the math on that and i'm like that's i don't know man that's you're only adding two bites for a foot long like what's an average isn't an average hot dog only like six inches well, you know, did it just get out of the don't, pool? Don't, 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 don't. As
0: <laughs> soon as I, I said was, it, as soon I as I said say, it, instantly I say, it, I was about to say, I was about to say, who were they to tell us how to do this? But they're the Hot Dog Council. They're they the they
2: National are Hot Dog <laughs> and Sausage Council. They're quite literally the authority on hot dogs. Oh, this is...
0: Ch- chime in with your own rules, listeners.
2: Yes. Chime in with your own rules, and uh, go, go enjoy a hot dog, guys. It's, uh... Times, time life's fragile, you know, and and time's precious, yeah. and we probably haven't been at the kind of events lately where you would normally enjoy a hot dog, concerts, sporting events, etc., due to the obvious reasons. So just yeah. go, go treat yourself, go get a hot dog. I feel like your hot dog consumption this year is down from previous years, and your 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 sanity, your health, emotionally and physically, just deserves a hot dog. And you know what? If you want to put ketchup on that hot dog over the age of 18, you go ahead and do that. You're just
0: really trying to get that Wienermobile ride. So badly. <laughs> so, so,
2: so badly. He's like, oh, maybe maybe get some sponsorship on your car. I'm like, I don't even care about the sponsorship. I just want, the, I just want to drive the Wienermobile. I just want to drive it. <laughs> I have driven. Here's the, here's the thing, Tim. I have been, I've been very fortunate in my life. I've got to do some very cool things. I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. And I've driven... All, obviously all sorts of cool cars i've flown cool planes i don't have a pilot's license um you know i've flown a stunt plane i've flown a jet i've flown a mig i've i've driven a tractor trailer i've driven a uh, uh, a tank i've driven a locomotive you know i've i've got to do so i've driven a cruise ship i don't know if you say driven when it's a cruise ship maybe that's not an appropriate yeah, I don't term the, but I don't you know, know what i the mean term is on that. i've sailed I've captained, I briefly captained a cruise ship. I helmed. Helmed. I bet that's the word. Um I helmed a cruise that ship. That sounds more accurate. Right? You have a you have a boat named after you. I do. I have a I have a cargo ship uh named Spirit of Hinch yeah. or Hinch Spirit, yeah. So I just like getting to drive cool things, and I'd love to add to that c v and the wienermobile would yeah. be a
0: great addition let's 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 ask our listeners to help make that happen Help get if this, anybody if hinch, listening
2: hinch knows to how yes well,
0: <laughs> get that started as a as the hinch Wiener. let's get right. that started as a hashtag
2: hinch is a Wiener, yes, yeah,
0: yeah there we go yes. There we go. <laughs>
2: Well, on that bombshell, guys, we're going to call this one. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much to Eric Mittenthal for coming by and clarifying all things hot dogs and sausages. Remember, a hot dog is a sausage. A sausage is not a hot dog. Debate that one as you will. And we will see you guys next week.
0: Hashtag Hinch is a wiener.
2: Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Ask Track. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim.